I love social media because it's exposure, but I can get the same exposure by directly emailing. And it's more guaranteed. Like social media controls algorithms, I control my email list. So you have to capture data. If you're not capturing data with your social media audience, you're not doing it right. Yeah. If you're not capturing people's emails, that's Instagram's audience. Ooh. That's not your audience. That ain't your girl. That's, <laughs> that's Instagram's girl. That's everybody girl. That's everybody girl. <laughs> I'm incredibly excited about this conversation we're about to have because the guest that we have today isn't going to be able to just talk about breaking into tech, scaling in tech, starting a tech business, but not just starting a tech business, but a tech business that actually is generating revenue, a tech business that actually is incredibly beneficial, honestly, to many of you that are tuning in. So you're going to learn a lot of game. Honestly, the guest we have today is talking about something that we've actually never talked about before on Tech is New Black. So whether you are looking to do something similar uh, like the guest, or if you yourself aspire to be a tech founder, you're going to need the component that he's talking about. There's an old quote that I heard where this says that, you know, sales is king, marketing is queen. And just like chess, the queen piece is incredibly, incredibly valuable. Many times you lose because you don't know how to actually operate and move with that piece. So we're incredibly excited about this conversation. Now, as always, make sure y'all stick around to the end because we always have a treat for you. But the treat we had today, honestly, is the best treat that we've ever had for you before. But we're gonna be choosing someone based on the way that you answer a comment based on the discussion I'm gonna have with my guest today. So make sure you like, subscribe, and that you're engaged in the comments so that way you can be put into the pile of people that will be able to win on this incredible, incredible giveaway. So, Leander, bro, really excited for you to be here on Tech is New Black. Nah, man, I appreciate you having me, man. Um, just to give a background, me and Cyrus met in Miami, man. Yeah. At big, uh, big Tech Energy Shop to Jared. Um, just your stand-up guy, bro. Like, you've been appreciate solid. Um, got your number and everything. You always yeah. hit me back. So I really appreciate that. And uh, first and foremost, want to thank you for creating a safe space for black people, black founders, yeah. professionals to come and be, the, be their authentic selves mm -hmm. um, and share their experience, man. Mm -hmm. I think we need that. A lot of people are always asking how we do things. So I mm -hmm. think your platform is giving everybody that game. Well, I appreciate that so much, but I got to call Cap on something you said because he said I always hit him back. I'm going to keep it a snack with y'all. <laughs> I'm going to keep it a, a, a hundred, a hundo. This man, you, you know how you meet somebody and like you, you click with them. And for whatever reason, when they hit you up, you just keep forgetting to get back to them that was like my relationship with him where i was like why am i why do i keep forgetting to hit this man back like of all people yeah and so i had to call cap on that one part but i will say but my, my, my communication got got better yeah 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 but you it, back, it, yeah stuff so. got better yeah, i mean we yeah we, we good now we, we rolling now and stuff like For that sure. so nah bro appreciate you so much man so look we got a lot to talk about dude so i'm really excited about this conversation now someone that we are both huge fans of y'all yep. let us know in the comments if y'all are familiar with this guy as well if, if you don't you definitely need to get familiar uh but there's a quote from alex Ramosi. Where he says that you sell because you you sell because you're not good at marketing, and you marketing because you don't have a good product. But when you have a great product, marketing is easy. And look, yep. you are a a co-founder, chief marketing officer. Yep. What are your thoughts on that? Like when you think like, okay, does marketing almost kind of forego the sales aspect when the product is really great? Because I mean, y'all have a great product when the product right. is really great. Does it make marketing easy or is marketing 100%. still hard? So, bro, please, like, rap for us real quick. Yeah, man, I think um, having a great product, the product sells itself, oh, right? Yeah, because um, people are using the product, mm -hmm. right? And then word of mouth marketing is the number one marketing. Yeah, facts. So if I like a product, right, I might like a brand, 
Mm-hmm. I'm going to share that brand. I'm going to wear that brand. I'm going to expose that brand. That brand's not paying mm-hmm. me. Mm, true right? that. True I, that. Pay, I paid to wear the shirt. Yo, that's true. Right? Yeah. But I'm walking around the street with a hoodie on, a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. That's smart. I'm a, I'm a walking billboard. Let me turn this bald man backwards real quick. Right? <laughs> that's, you feel me? Yeah. Right? That's yeah, ad- okay. it's, free, it's free advertising. Yeah, true. Right? Yeah. You, people might like your hat. Yeah. Now they're going to ballman.com and buying the same thing you got. Big facts. Or looking, they might find something else. They might find a hoodie, a shirt they like, mm-hmm. because they see it on your head. Yeah. Right? So I think the same rule applies when it comes to like product leg growth, mm-hmm. PLG. Right, so that's when the product sells itself. Yeah, you said product-led growth. Yeah, PLG, product-led growth. Okay. Yeah, so it's a marketing terminology. Um, yeah, break it down for us. Yeah, yeah no, no, yeah, no yeah. doubt, no doubt, no doubt. So yeah, that's when the product pretty much sells itself. So think of Calendly. Okay. Right, so Calendly was a great example of product-led growth. Okay. Because when you book an appointment on Calendly, it's like, hey, do you want to create your Calendly account too? Mm-hmm. Now, because I'm sending it to you. And just yeah. like Loom, Loom is another example, mm-hmm. right? So I, I record, Loom is a video messaging app. Yeah. Um, so I record videos on Loom. I send you a Loom. You mm-hmm. might have never heard of Loom. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, what's, what's this? Yeah. Oh, this is fire. Mm-hmm. I need to go sign up for Loom. Yeah. That's product-led growth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so where Zoom, people are you sharing. You got me about Zoom and other platforms. Zoom, like everything. Yeah. You hop on Zoom for the first time. Oh, what, what's this? Mm-hmm. I didn't know I could do video conferencing. Yeah. I need a Zoom account. Yeah. Product-led growth. Man. So I do agree with um, Alex Ramosi when it comes to like having a good product. If you have a good product, it sells itself. Yeah. But I think it makes marketing's job a lot easier when it comes to advertising and brand awareness. Yeah. Um, because I think marketing's job is to get exposure. Mm-hmm. Right? I want as many people in the world to know who I am, what we do, and how we operate. Yeah. And their product is going to keep them. Mm-hmm. Right? So I'm going to get you to sign up, but the product is going to keep you there or maybe up or have you upgrade. Yeah. I mean, maybe have you pay for the product. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's real. That's super real. You know, it's kind of a sidebar, but when we were uh, talking about, you know, I guess even Zoom or meeting platform, my mind automatically went to Skype. And mm. I was like, yo, Skype was such a missed opportunity because I know Microsoft, Specs. I don't know if they still own them, but I know at one point Microsoft bought them. Okay. I, I believe it was Microsoft that bought them. And it's like literally Skype started the game before oh, yeah. FaceTime and everything else. And it's like the fact that they either didn't adapt or they didn't do much new or they got shelled. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, man, it's, it's really crazy. It just goes to show like so many people were, uh, you know, people be in my DMs. I'm sure you've experienced things like this too, yep. where people will hit me up like, yo, Cyrus, I got this like, I got this idea, this business thing that, I, that I'm working on. And yeah. they're like, yo, I want to tell you about it. Right. And half the time I'm not interested, right. but I'll be like, you know, I'll be like, okay, go ahead, tell me. And they're right. like, yeah, cool, cool. Yo, I, I got this NDA though. You, I'm like, bro, you ain't got to tell me about the business idea. <laughs> I'm like, it's not that deep to me. Like, oh, I'm, I'm too busy. I'm not going to hear some idea. I'm like, oh my God. It's like. That. I'm like, I can tell you ain't never started no business because you don't understand how much goes into starting that a business. business. Now, it'll, usually what happens is it's a business that they're like, oh, that actually, we're, we already have the teams and the systems to do that. We're already right. in that market. So let's go ahead and do that. But anyway, it's just really a clear sign for people to see when they look at like a Skype where it's not necessarily about who's first. But who's consistent, who's Facts. innovating, Facts. you know. And uh, I mean, really, real quick, this wasn't even a list of questions that we talked about. Yep. But, like, what are kind of, like, some of your just quick thoughts on that? I think that in business, man, everybody's a competition. Yeah, facts. Um, I mean, Google can come out. They, have the, they got the funding to create anything. Yeah. Right? So, 
I think it's important for people to keep innovating. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm always like, always learning, man. We're mm-hmm. very curious. We stay on top of our, our game. Like, mm-hmm. I'm listening to podcasts. I'm reading books mm-hmm. um, like every day. I'm yeah. up at 5 a.m. You know what I'm saying? We work till 10. Like, it's the grind. Yeah. But it's fun, right? Mm-hmm. We, we, we have fun. We do work. I, my motto is like, work, work hard, play harder. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I think when it comes to business, I think the people that do fails, that they don't innovate. But they don't adapt, mm-hmm. right? They think, oh, just because I have this product at the beginning, it's going to work forever. Mm-hmm. And that's not the case. Not at all. Like, ChatGPT just came out a year ago. Nobody expected that. Yeah, oh, facts. So, yeah. I think you always got to keep innovating um, and, like, never get comfortable mm-hmm. because somebody is coming for your spot. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, even to that point with ChatGPT, it's kind of one of those things where, I mean, Google, I think Google owned... I don't know if this is still the case, but they at the time the ChatGPT came out, Google had a 94% market share of search. Mm. Like they were a monopoly. 100%. You know, and so but then when ChatGPT came along, and I don't want to say Google got comfortable. I, I wouldn't go as far to say that, right. but I would say that when ChatGPT came along, obviously Microsoft saw the opportunity and became a huge investor in them. Yep. You know, obviously Microsoft has Bing. Bing only had like 4% of the market. Right. And it's, it's just really crazy how ChatGPT came along and it's like, whoa. And it's like, potentially we're nearing a future to where like, like why would you Google search something? You don't have to scroll through articles. Exactly. You know, when you could be given like an answer, answer. from it, you know, and then you can communicate. And it's, it's just really seeing just how innovation can even big companies with all these systems can slow down innovation in a certain sector 100 percent. yeah that's the goal yeah man so ah man you got me hype. all right well, look, we, we, y'all see we going off on tangents just talking about talking about different stuff yes, sir. all right bro so uh so what were you doing before tech yep. and how did you eventually transition into this industry yep so uh brief background i graduated from georgia state mm-hmm. um, university in atlanta got two degrees one in marketing and finance yeah. while i was at georgia state i interned at wells fargo okay and i interned at arthur blanks foundation at mercedes-benz stadium so i was mm-hmm. working with atlanta united um the pga superstore and atlanta falcons mm-hmm. underneath that brand so that's what i was doing that's my two internship experiences yeah um and then my first job out of college was at adobe so that was okay. my first like introduction to like technology and software a software company mm-hmm. um but i worked as a financial analyst how i got that job really was networking um building like really good relationships i had a mentor at adobe that hit me up he was like yo I'm, we're, we're looking for a financial analyst i can introduce introduce you to the recruiter mm-hmm. um got introduced nailed the interview and had to do like a technical assessment they flew me out to adobe headquarters in san jose did three round interviews on spot when you say technical assessment like what did that look like yep that- I'm glad you brought that up. So they gave me a pretty much like a one pager on like, can you do this financial model for us and put a presentation together explaining your analysis? Mm-hmm. So I had to do that within like three days. Okay. I was like, man, you just messed up my weekend. Because <laughs> I, I got it on Friday. Yo, yo, some of these companies don't be caring. They don't they, care. They be like, no, no, no. Forget your weekend. Facts. You want to work here? You do, do the work. <laughs> I was like, man, it was a Friday. I was like, damn. <laughs> I was like, man, I got to get it done by Monday. She was yeah. like, yes, we need it by Monday. I was like, all right, I'm going to get it done. Yeah. But I got it done, and then I had to do a, a second round interview with like a project manager, uh, no, mm-hmm. senior manager. Mm-hmm. I presented the presentation. She loved it. It took about two weeks for me to get the final round. They flew me out to San Jose. I had three final round interviews like on site. Mm-hmm. Um, they were like an hour each with like different managers in the finance department. So all three of these took place in the same day? Same day. Okay. Well, it was like four hours of interviews. Oh man! Crazy from like eight to twelve. 
They fed us lunch after those. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> gave, gave us a tour and everything. Yeah. Uh, but I did those and I got hired on the spot. Mm-hmm. But I think what got me the job though is like I brought collateral. And I think okay. a lot of people don't do this. It's like I brought my Wells Fargo projects that I did in my internship. Okay. So I'm not a, we're in a, a world where you have to show people, not tell people. Exactly. So like before I sign up for a product, I want a free trial or I mm-hmm. want a demo, mm-hmm. right? I want to experience it myself. And then after I see the value, I'll pay you. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm taking that same approach when it comes to interviewing. Mm-hmm. Okay, I want to show you what I can do versus tell you in an interview. Yeah. Oh, I got I already did projects. I can create something from scratch. Yeah. I can come up with an idea and execute it mm-hmm. on my own. Mm-hmm. Right. If you give me a concept, I can take it and run with it. Mm-hmm. So I want to show that in the interview. And I think that's what kind of put me at the top of the list when mm-hmm. it came to who we need to hire um, mm-hmm. as a new grad. Because as a new grad, you don't have really any experience, but if I got that dog in me, like, yeah. that's what they want. Exactly. Are you hungry? Are you motivated? Yeah. Are you curious? Mm-hmm. Because I'm going to learn everything on the job, mm-hmm. right? They're going to teach me how to do my job. I wonder if that's part of the reason, like low-key, I was thinking about the whole weekend rush of them saying, have you, hey, you have to get it in by this point. Because clearly they do that, but then they have you wait two weeks for the next interview. So right. clearly it wasn't really a rush. I wonder if it's more so them testing your discipline. Them oh, realize, 100%. hey, this is a weekend. You 100%. Know, like, will this young guy take off yep. a weekend to knock out this assignment? So it's interesting. Not necessarily mind games but then really seeing okay what kind of person are we dealing with is this a person that will put work before fun and right and blah 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 so another piece i want to highlight something i want to make sure y'all don't y'all don't miss this point because sometimes you know you can hear something and you could think oh that's only relatable to that person's role i'm not doing that but the the game that he just dropped where he mentioned uh the projects yeah did you use previous projects Uh, honestly like he mentioned we're in a show not tell space 100%. 100%. Where no matter what it is you're doing, it's more valuable for you to bring something you can show versus you just saying or just having something on your resume that says, hey, I, I, I'm i good at this. Right. But it's like, yo, if you can bring something for real that, that shows people like something, something I, like, tangent. just like you said, yeah, that's that's real. Yeah. Hey, right. my bad. Keep rapping, bro. But I, I just want to no, make I, sure people like no, caught that, John. Like, yeah. I, can, I can say I do X, Y, Z all day. Yeah. It's, anybody can cap. Mm-hmm. It's easy to talk. Right. But it's, it's hard to show. Yeah. Because now you got proof. Mm-hmm. Right, you can't say that I didn't create this when I'm showing you something I created. Yeah, it's real, it's live. If you're interested in breaking into a six figure career in tech or scaling to over half a million dollars in tech, then this video is for you. If not, then just swipe away. But I was able to break into the tech industry October 2021, and in my first year, I scaled to over half a million dollars in tech. My second year, I was able to gross over a million dollars. More importantly, I was able to freely help over 600 people break into six-figure tech careers as well and scale further in the industry. Now, the number one question I've been getting from people is how was I able to do this? How was I able to make so much money? How was I able to also help as many people as I've been able to help? Well, aside from doing coaching calls and trying to spend a whole bunch of time helping people individually, I've decided to create the Tech Rich Program, where I literally break every single thing down that I've done and what I've been doing to show others how they can break into tech faster or scale to over half a million dollars plus within their first few years in the tech industry as well. All you gotta do, click the link in my bio. All the information's there. Check out the description. Message me if you have any other questions. And I'll see you on your journey scaling in tech. So yeah, that's how I look at it. Love that, love that. All right, man, so, uh, so that was kind of your initial uh, when it came to Adobe. Yep. Uh, that's how I got into tech. Yeah, so that's how you, you, you um, got into the, into the tech space. Yep. Now, how did you eventually 
transition over into like the marketing side of things or when did you start at least like doing some type of marketing stuff actually this was high school okay yeah i was in fbla in high school i was 16 uh future business business leaders of america that was the okay. like organization mm-hmm. um and i actually placed like first in my county top 10 in the state we had to do, like a presentation for like these random judges yo you you've been that you, you know been, i've been i've been doing this yeah now, i okay. want to say that too like it's not an overnight thing yeah this is this, 10 this, years this makes so make. much more sense now is when i saw your <laughs> interview on on big tech energy yep. uh shouts out to uh to jared and uh, big tech energy yep. when i saw your interview on there i was like i said yo like i said yo man he's like like really not just sharp because sharp is one thing it's people that right. are smart they can learn things fast yep. but i was like yo like he actually has like knowledge and I'm always curious whenever I see things like that because yep. you don't really learn a certain amount of knowledge overnight. It's like, yo, this takes... Because some, someone could binge information, 100%. but to communicate the information is... Okay, you didn't binge that. That's something you've done. That's something you've implemented. Something exactly. like you... All of that, you've marinated on it. And I remember watching your interview and I was like, yo, like he's marinated on a lot of the stuff he's dropping right now. So hearing that, like you're saying, and I definitely want you to continue on it, but that it's not an overnight it's thing... Not. It's like, yeah, bro, definitely keep, like, breaking that down for us. No, nah, I appreciate that, first and foremost. Um, but, yeah, it's most definitely not an overnight thing. Uh, I've been doing marketing, like, for 10 years at this point. Yeah. Um, it's always been ingrained in me, really, like, since I was 16, really. My mm-hmm. first job was at, like, Rack Room Shoes, bro. Like, yeah. I'm selling shoes for a living. Man. making, like, $7.50. <laughs> <laughs> at 16, I was living. Nobody yeah. had, like, a lot of people yeah. have jobs. But everything facts. was strategic. Um, Big facts. I was in FBLA, and then I majored in marketing. So I went mm-hmm. to Georgia State. Like, I knew I was going to major in marketing when mm-hmm. I first went to college. Okay. And then my mom taught me into the finance aspect. And I think that's what makes me kind of unique is, like, I got the analytical side mm-hmm. and the creative side dialed in. Yeah. So, like, I understand the data behind marketing. Okay. So, it's like, that's what makes you real dangerous. Like, okay. the creative side is, no, don't get it. Like, it's great. It's cool. But I think when you can actually, like, paint that picture on why things are happening mm-hmm. in marketing, that's when you become elite. Yeah. Because now it's like you're making strategic decisions. Mm-hmm. I'm not just, oh, let me create this, let me do that. No, I looked at the data. We got a 50% open rate on this email, 25% click through. Oh, we need to make more content like this. Mm-hmm. This is what resonates with folks. Yeah. So I'm looking at that all day. But I would say, you know, uh, when it comes to the marketing, I and mean, I've been doing this, it's not overnight, um, 10, 10 years in the making. Yeah. That's, it's my bread and butter. Um, so let's that's, talk that's about, what I do. Let's talk about it a little bit. Cause I mean, I, I, yeah. uh, y'all let me know in the comments if, uh, if y'all seen this before, but I mean, it's a lot of people out here that saying that they're marketers. Right. A lot of people that's like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm you know, I mean, people hit me up and they're like, y'all, like, how do I get a, a job at marketing at a tech company? Mm-hmm. And I'll look at their background and I'm like, <laughs> I mean, what, like, and they were like, yeah, you know, I, I've, I've helped, you know, some, some, some churches with their social media. And I'm like, like, so you explain to people, because yeah. I don't want to be the one to talk about, because you're, you're, you're better suited uh, to talk about this. <laughs> uh, what is... I would say, what is the difference between just social media marketing, mm-hmm. you know, versus a true, true marketer, marketer or a, a chief marketing officer like yourself? hundred um, percent. How I look at, how I break it down, man, it's like you got generalists and you have specialists. Okay. So like at an executive level, a leadership level, your job is to be a visionary and a generalist. Yeah. So I understand marketing on a broad level, and I have special. I'm a specialist in, in certain, certain areas. Okay, makes sense. Right. So I would say my core competencies in marketing are like lead generation. You need clients. I'm your guy. I can yeah. I can reach out to strangers, get you meetings booked within 24 hours, mm-hmm. <laughs> no cap. Yeah. Um, and then when it comes to like marketing automation, so I'm good at the marketing ops and marketing mm-hmm. operations. So I'm good at setting up the systems. Mm-hmm. Right. 
But I think when it comes to like good, like a good marketer versus like a, a like a like a generalist versus, generalist generalist versus versus a specialist is like you got to be more broad. Mm-hmm. You got to understand everything from like a high level. Mm-hmm. So I understand what SEO is, but I'm not the best person to implement SEO strategies. Yeah. So I hire an SEO specialists. But when it comes to social media, I mean, social media is important. It's what's making everybody money these days, apparently, or brand awareness. Mm-hmm. But in my, like, what I'm good at is email marketing. Mm-hmm. Everybody has an email. That's true. I'm not a, like, I love social media because it's exposure, but I can get the same exposure by directly emailing you. Yeah. That's very true. And it's way, and it's more guaranteed. Yeah, exactly. It's not like you open up a post, yeah, and it's you hoping that the person sees exactly. it. Exactly. And yeah. that's why I love it. I always say this quote, like, I control my email list. Like, social media controls algorithms. I control my email list. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so, like, it's crazy. that's why I always tell you, you have to capture data. Mm-hmm. If you're not capturing data with your social media audience, you're not doing it right. Man. So, if you don't have a newsletter like a, a form, but I don't care what it is, a lead magnet. Yeah. If you're not capturing people's emails, that's Instagram's audience. Oh, that's not your audience. That ain't your girl. That's that's Instagram's girl. <laughs> that's everybody girl. That's everybody girl. You feel me? Yeah, no real, real talk. Yeah. Because if they don't see your post, they're not subscribed. They're not. They don't got post notifications on. Ooh. It's over with for you. Ooh, that's you're so hoping true. they see it. That's what it is. You only get. One percent, two percent of the people that follow exactly. you to see your post anyway. Oh my gosh, that's so true. But you know how many I get fifty percent open rate on my email list. Ooh. One out of two people opening my emails, out of that, 10-25% clicking a link Man. to go do something that I'm promoting. Hey, y'all hit the link in our bio and sign up for the Texas New Black News. <laughs> <laughs> right now, right now. Please. <laughs> No, and thank you. No, I, I need your that. email. <laughs> I mean, for real, do that. Y'all know we're going to be posting about events and stuff like that. Uh, but uh, we, we got an event coming up uh, later on next year. Uh, we're going to probably wrap about it a little bit later. It's something different that um, that we've been seeing with a lot of different tech events. Um, but we'll, we'll talk later and talk about how it's, uh, how di- how it's different and unique. Uh, but you, you had me thinking when you made that statement about generalists and specialists. Yep. Uh, there's a quote that I'm sure everybody's heard. Um, it's oh, and I don't know why I can't think of the, the the it's such a popular quote. It's embarrassing that I can't even think of the beginning of it. Uh, but it's the the middle part of the quote is is master of none. Okay, um, you a jack of all trades. Jack of all trades, master master, master of none. Of none. Right. Now most people don't actually finish the quote. They stop there. They say they like they say it like it's an insult, but the quote is actually a compliment. So the quote starts. You know, jack of all trades, but a master of none. Right. But the rest of the quote is, that's still better than a master of, of one. one. Right. So it's like, it's better to be a jack of all trades, better to be a Facts. generalist. Yes. You know, it is. You know, than it is to just be like, literally Especially. just a master of one. Yeah. 100%. And so, yeah, uh, man. Uh, that's so why yeah, I love being there. a generalist. Yeah. So like, I can do a lot of things, but... I understand a lot of things at a broad level to where yeah. I can piece things together and put people in position to execute. Yeah. So I'm just bringing a vision to my team. Mm-hmm. All right, bet. Let's do this. You want to create a marketplace? Here's how we're going to do it. Mm-hmm. Here, here's the roadmap. Here's the blueprint. Here's the playbook. Mm-hmm. Go execute it. Yeah. That's fire. Yo, love that. Love that. Yeah. Uh, so look, let us know. Like, <laughs> when you, you, hear, you hear the stuff you're talking about. Uh, oh, man. I, I got, I mean, I'm trying to think if it was going to get. Uh, you know, ask. Uh, let, let's transition. If we got time, we'll, we'll run it back, back to the, to the other part. Right. The other part I wanted to uh, talk about with that. All right, look. So, 
Uh, there are a lot of gatekeepers in the tech industry. 100%. Uh, people, a lot of people who don't want to see other people win. But the thing that's really interesting with your story, especially with you and your co-founder, is that you and your co-founder were competition yep. at first. But y'all eventually joined together. Yep. Like, bro, how did that happen? Because it wasn't like yeah. you had an idea and they had an idea. That's right. usually when people are like, oh, we should come together. Like, right. you know, you meet somebody at an event or people meet each other. And they're like, bro, I'm thinking about this. Bro, I'm thinking about the same thing. Bro, right. let's collaborate. Right. No, no, no. Right. Y'all were legit competition. No. Y'all had Doing things the same thing. in motion. Yeah. And then came together. Yeah. So tell the story about really like what you started. So yeah. I want to talk a little bit yep. uh, first uh, about about what it is that you started yep. and then how that breadcrumbed into you meeting the co-founder and yep. y'all eventually joining forces. Nah, most def. So um, I was in college at Georgia State. Um, I was the president of my business fraternity called mm -hmm. Alpha Kappa Psi. And that really taught me like the importance of professional development yeah. at a high level. Mm -hmm. And I was helping people like with their resumes, LinkedIn's, cover letters, getting interviews. And then one good friend of mine, he was like, man, you need to start a business doing this because you're doing it well. People are getting jobs and you're helping people like secure yeah. opportunities. Other people outside of college need you. Like my mom might need you. Mm. My dad might need your help. He's struggling. Yeah. I'm like, a business? I ain't never thought about starting no business. I was going to corporate. I already mm. secured my job oh, at Adobe. That. Yeah. That was my first time ever thinking about entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, a business? LLC. I just started doing research. Oh, I got to create an LLC. I got to create a business plan. I started my business plan January 9th, 2020. Oh, About to be four years. Sheesh, yeah. Crazy. Um, but I started Spark. So the business was called Spark Your Resume. Yeah. Came up with this idea to like, how can I help people get jobs? Um, and I always tell people to start. Because my business plan is nothing what I did. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, you learn so much after you start doing and implementing. Facts. Because it's things that you're never going to think of when you're writing that plan because you're not doing the work. Yeah. So things come up, HR policy. I'm like, bro, I got to deal with this. I don't know. I ain't never did HR. Yeah. Now I got to go learn about HR and marketing and ops and sales and finance. Um, but I started Spark Your Resume and I heard Brandon, that's my co-founder, and Ahmed and um, Hansler are the other co-founders, and heard him on Ernie Leisure. Yeah. I'm on the treadmill at LA Fitness. One of my homies like, yo, this man on Ernie Leisure say he's making like 250K a year, first year in business. I said, no way, send it to me. He's like, it's send it to me. Send it to me right now. Yeah. <laughs> He's like watching like, I'm like, I'm like, nah, no way. This man making 250, 20, 23, 24. I'm like, oh man, I gotta get my game up. <laughs> so I hit him up on Instagram. Um, and he was like, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, man, I'm gonna start my business just like you. Mm -hmm. Gave me all the game and I respected that. Beautiful. I'm like, oh, he just gave me the game. That's but what he didn't know, I was having gotta go execute. Yeah, because that's it. Most people don't execute. They don't. Most people, you you could give them everything, 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 and they do nothing. nothing. Absolutely nothing. Yeah, absolutely nothing. Yeah, and it's kind of crazy. But he gave me all the game. Don't, don't, don't be that kind of person. Facts. You get you get the gems. Y'all get the gems that he given. Execute on that. Facts. Yeah. Um. But gave, he gave me all the game. Where to go execute? Uh. Start making money. I think I made like thousand dollars first 30 days i was yeah. like hey cool okay. that's not bad yeah they just start generating revenue um got to like 10k and start making like 20k then yeah. 30k i think my highest month working was like 40 45k yeah, yeah some good within money. like three good. years um of doing the business and it was it was good i was running by myself really like had a little small team of like contractors and everything um but then brandon came to me he was like man i'm starting this tech company i got an idea I was like, man, go. I'm like, man, all right, all right, go start it then. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Go, show, go build. Show me. Show me. Don't tell me, right? Like, go build it. Yeah. He's like, I'm right, be back with it. All right. 
he came back. He's like, man, I got it. I was like, okay, let me check it out. I was actually a customer of Right Seat first. Okay. So he was. So we started off as like a, a business management solution, a white label business management solution to help mm-hmm. service based businesses operate. Um, that was our that was our thing. So we built like this whole portal and thing, like whole white label portal that people can manage their business and customers. And I was a customer. I was using it for Sparky Resume. It was it was solid. He was like, man, we, we missing marketing. Like we we gotta we gotta get our brand out there. We gotta get more customers. Yeah. Like, we need you on our team. Bro, it took him eight months to convince me to join. Dang. Literally. What? What? I'm I'm curious. What during that eight months was in the moment like was kind of like the hang up, and then yep. what was it that eventually kind of said you you know made you say yo let's yep. go ahead and do this. Now one thing I mean I had to let my ego go. Oh, that, bro, you know that's so saying? important. Like, I was like, man, I'm not about to work for somebody else. Bro, I, I appreciate that transparency. You know that, what That's saying? a real thing. No, we don't talk facts. about that enough. Yeah. That's facts. Mm-hmm. And that's and I'm like, even like in this black tech community space, like, I'm, I'm trying to see everybody mm-hmm. win, bro. That's no money yeah. for everybody. Yeah. Real talk. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to put everybody in position as, mm-hmm. as much as I can. Yeah. Um, But that's that's why I had to let my ego go, man. I was yeah. like, man, I don't work for nobody else. Man, I got my own business. We doing all right. I can mm-hmm. probably make a million dollars and if I just keep going. Mm-hmm. But... I was like, man, we could do a lot more together. Yes, man. Cause state, so Brandon is um the product. Like he had product, and then Hansa was the CTO, and then Ahmed was sales. Yeah, yeah. So he already had a, he's, he's here right now. Yeah, yeah. He already we already had a team, and he had a decent like a solid team. Yeah. Um, and I lacked product and engineering. I'm not. I don't know how to code. Yeah. I have no idea how to build a product. Yeah, me like, too. Like <laughs> at like at all. <laughs> I just learned about Figma like <laughs> while I'm working at Right Seat. Um. And I looked at that as an opportunity for me to join and bring my skill set to the table and that was the gap they needed to fill. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, this is a pure play. Like, if we come together, we can do way more than us trying to compete. Yeah. So I was like, it was, it was a no-brainer. Became a co-founder, equity in the company, things like that. So it was a good deal. Yeah. It made sense, right? You'd rather have 10% of something versus 100% of That's nothing. That's what Jay-Z said. Right? Yeah. So... That's what I did. Um, and now we're running, man. We raised two and a half mil December last year. Man, actually, major December last year today. December 16th last year. That's crazy. crazy. Yeah. Yo, that's wild. One year in, bro, from raising the money. That's crazy. Man, that's beautiful, that's man. That's crazy, Major man. congratulations. Nah, I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's what we did. That's how we came together. And then mm-hmm. it's been running ever since. So yeah. I joined March 2022. Um, and we raised the money last year, December, and now we now we rocking. That's so fire, bro. Yo, y'all, uh, let me know in the comments. You know, would you like? I guess what would you have done in that scenario? Yeah. You know, because I mean, some of y'all will say like, no, nah, you know, you'd rather have a hundred percent of a business that's doing half a million a year. Yep. You know, which is totally fine. You know, or would you rather have? And, and I'm not speaking specifically about his salary. I'm just giving an example. Oh, of course, yeah. Or would you rather be making maybe taking home 150k yep. a year? You know, partnering with someone where okay, now it's gonna take longer, but longevity-wise, maybe five years, maybe three years, maybe ten years. Exit. It's like the outcome, the exit is like something crazy. <sighs> crazy. Like what? What would you prefer? You know, no answer is wrong or right. Definitely just want to uh, know y'all's opinion on that. Uh, and Man, so that's really fire. You know, there's a, a, a quote that goes, you know, you can go faster alone, but further together. Yep. And, that's, that's what I thought. And that really summarizes like, the whole thing. Literally. Like straight up. Literally. I mean, yeah. it, takes, it takes a really good team mm-hmm. to, to grow a great business. Mm-hmm. Like, for real. And I think people yeah. underestimate that.
Hey y'all, we have some incredible, incredible news that I'm super excited about to finally announce our private tech community. Yes, yes, you heard that right a private tech community exclusively for you all who want more than just the podcast, you want more than just the FAQs, you wanna talk with tech recruiters, you wanna talk with, with hiring managers, you wanna talk with coaches, you wanna talk with people that can help with editing and rewriting your resume. Maybe you're somebody where you just wanna be a part of a community where we're talking about updates of what's happening in the software industry. Y'all, this community that we've launched is also going to involve a Discord where we're gonna be talking about updates in tech, we're gonna be talking about companies that are hiring. We're gonna be talking about upcoming tech events. So that way you don't have to miss any of the gems that I know, but not even just what I know, but the gems that friends of mine that are also in the tech industry know as well. So if you wanna be a part of that community, go ahead and sign up so that way you can join us. We have a few different tiers. Ultimately, it's all tuned in for you. Oh, and last thing, also within this community, we're gonna be streaming all of our interviews with our podcast guests. So instead of you having to wait months to watch the videos later on, you will actually be able to watch the interviews in real time and ask your live questions to those guests. So make sure you join our tech community. Do you believe more people, do you believe more business owners, especially small business owners or people starting out that might be struggling right now, yep that might have competition, do you believe that they would benefit if they joined with their, you know, quote unquote competition? I, I do, man. I think one thing about like us, me joining the team is that we all have different perspectives. True. So Brandon might see something, I might see something, Ahmed might see something, and we all collaborate. So like, yeah. we honestly believe that one plus one plus one equals 10. Yeah. So our yeah. ideas together, three mm -hmm. X is us just my idea alone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. So our different perspectives, us masterminding all the time, just mm -hmm. coming up with ideas, you know, chopping it up, mm -hmm. like that. Man, that man. I wish I could just see us just in the in the in the room on the whiteboard. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. Like the amount of ideas that we come up with. I think if people partner with their competition because they understand the business, y'all doing the same thing. Exactly. That's the thing that people don't get. Yeah. It's like y'all y'all both have expertise in this in this space. Mm -hmm. Why would you not partner? Y'all have different connects that y'all can bring all your connections together. My network becomes your network. Man. My resources become your resources. Yeah. And now we're dominant. Yeah. Nobody can stop us. We're unstoppable at this point. Man, that's so real. So real. That's I mean, how I look at it. And then at that point, also now you just, let's say you and your competition are basically 50-50 or, or not, neck and neck in terms of y'all's y'all's individual market share. You just doubled your market share. Exactly. Immediately. Exactly. And so, I mean, it's such a game. I'm happy you're sharing this. It's a no-brainer. It's fire. Super I fire. I appreciate it, bro. Yo, so you and your, your co-founders, Yep. y'all are young making money, mildly attractive. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, nah, I'm, I'm cracking. Y'all, uh, but before we started recording, when I went over some of the questions, I made that one. They like died Die laughing. laughing. Like it was crazy. I'm dead. Uh, but no, nah, um, so look, y'all could, could live anywhere in the world. Like y'all could live in a Vegas, yeah. uh, Miami, I mean, Dubai. I've seen a lot of people doing that. Yeah, true. You know, y'all could live, honestly anywhere but y'all are you know predominantly if not all of y'all are in Tulsa yep 
So what was like, why did y'all make that decision? You know, was, is there some strategy behind that is, yep. you know, like, like, like why that choice? Yeah. So when we raised the two and a half million, one of our investors at Tinto Capital is based in Tulsa. Mm -hmm. So a part of our deal was that we had to move to Tulsa for at least a year to rebuild like the tech scene. Okay. Tulsa actually just got named the tech hub by the White House um, about Whoa. a month ago. Oh, it's, it's up and coming. I think it would be honestly the Midwest Charlotte. Oh yeah, Charlotte's going crazy right now. I think Tulsa's next up. Ooh. And I'm not like, I'm not just saying I'm there. We've been there since February. Yeah. It's people it's like 1.3 million in population. Um it's not like some rural movie, era. Like, some like, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's not people think that though yeah, until yeah. they come. But it's restaurants, bars, everything is there. Yeah. Um I mean, of course not in Atlanta or Vegas yeah. or LA, but I mean that's better to y'all's point though. Yeah. I mean, just the the opportunity oh, I know you uh I'm trying to make sure I'm not tripping. Yeah. Did you buy a house out there? Yeah, I got a house. Yeah. Oh, a one mile from downtown, 350. Oh my gosh. Three, three beds, two and a half bath, two two thousand square feet, new Crazy. build. 2023. Backyard, everything. Fire. Oh my gosh. That's I'm, crazy. I love it. That yeah. house will probably be worth like 1.2 yeah. in the next 10, 15 years. I'm One curious. Of our best investments. This is, sure. a, this is a huge sidebar. This doesn't have anything to do with tech, but yeah. uh, let me know in the comments if uh, y'all are familiar with uh, There's a, a, a really popular pastor that's out there. Oh, yeah. Michael, Michael Todd. Oh, yeah. Michael Todd. Yep. I wonder, I'm, I'm curious. I wonder how valuable his, um, basically, his growth, like how much traffic that brought to oh Tulsa. yeah i know a lot of people move there they're like y'all want to join his church i wonder like yeah yes. I, you know, obviously any type of like growing business you know brings business right of course into you know brings business into a city i wonder just the actual impact yeah not an answer you could give me no but it, just something i just kind of was thinking I, about I, i've been going to the church oh and I, yeah and i've met people that literally move from yeah. all over just to be going to transformation yeah it's kind of crazy yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, I moved to Tulsa for transformation. Are y'all, uh, those of y'all uh, watching, let me know in the comments if y'all are fans of Michael Todd. I know he's controversial. Like, some people love him. Right. Some people will be whatever. He he definitely's done a couple things, but overall, I, I'll, I'll never judge, judge nah, him. Solid I'm, dude. Like, I'm like, bro, if I was a pastor, I'd do, end up doing some goofy stuff too. Yeah. You're still human <laughs> at the like, end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, exactly. they make, they make, everybody makes mistakes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I, don't, I know his brother really well. He stayed like right yeah. down the street from me. So, mm -hmm. yeah, it's yeah, pretty cool. If, uh, shoot, if I was a pastor and, and don't, don't let, um, Eric and Rhea drop clips of me because <laughs> whenever they edit in the, uh, the podcast, sometimes I'll say something goofy that I didn't mean to say or I didn't even notice yeah. I said it and then Eric, he'll share it in a group while he's editing I'm it. They, they always like clowning me and laughing at me. I'm dead. So, uh, so yeah, if I, was, if I was a pastor, Eric could be, be embarrassing the mess out of me. That's good company culture, man. I can laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. Nah, right, that's funny. Look, so... Uh, but yeah, so kind of leading in or continuing on. So you chose, you explain why you chose Tulsa. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense. Huge opportunity that's there. Yep. Uh, but let's kind of transition a little bit. Yep. So want to know about, I guess, like dating scene, dating life. Yeah. You know, because I know a lot of the ladies that's, that's going to be in the comments that's watching probably going to be like, like, yo, what's up? I'm trying to bag me up. You know, I mean, shoot, a lot, <laughs> a lot of girls talking about a, talking about a tech, a tech daddy, you know, a tech babe, you know, or, I feel that. but I'm like, at this point, a lot of them probably going to be like, nah, I want a tech founder. <laughs> you, you know how women, how like they, 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 they want one thing at first and they realize there's something better. Nah, so it's facts. like a lot of women at first, they weren't even paying attention to tech dudes. That's now facts. they like, they like, oh, that we dudes to the bag. But then they're going to start hearing these valuations. 
Because, you know, Facts. a lot of, you know, women, you know, on, on the pod, women who's watched the podcast, they might have seen dudes talk about some, yeah, you know, I'm, I work this role in tech. I make about 200K a year. But then they hear like, oh, but y'all got a two point what million dollar valuation? Hold up. Bump, bump you play. I'm trying to go for the tech, <laughs> the tech pattern. It's like, wait, wait, you got how much equity in your company? They start doing the math, math and stuff like that. Count the numbers. Okay, so, 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 so. Like, okay cool. <laughs> they go, low key, they going to start doing that at these I conferences. And so the same, I ain't mad at the, it. The same way they be looking at our watches and stuff or looking at what, what car we pull out. Y'all know we, they be watching all those different Black little car. things. <laughs> and they always looking at stuff. Uh, and so, what'd you say when you said, don't do that? Oh, no. They did. Yes. Yeah, they 100%. Do. Yeah. Let, they let, taking notes. Let I just let tell you, it's some homegirls I've introduced her to that were trying to teach her stuff. They were like, oh, no, girl, sure. if a man, if he, like, when he pull out his car, look at which car he paying with for the meal. It's like, That's dang, it ain't crazy. cool. He just paying for the meal. meal right. It matters what car, car he's paying with. That's wild. Y'all, y'all let us know what y'all think about that. That's why. It's, it's crazy. The meal's paid for. It's like, it's like, yo, what if he hit his thirty percent limit on one card right. and he's trying to like balance out his credit property? He like, yo, he's like, yo, I'm gonna use the Discover card this time because right. I'm, I'm only using five percent. I want to use ten percent of it for right. credit utilization. Yo, what I'm if dead. he? <laughs> they not think about that stuff. They don't care. About I'm that. dead. Yo, uh, but kind of on this topic though, yeah, I want to know. I'm curious. And y'all let, y'all let us know uh, in the comments, too. And again, going back to the giveaway that we're doing, we're going to explain the giveaway uh, in a minute. Yep. But the giveaway is going to be based on your answer to this. Not based on your answer. Whatever your answer is fine. But we're going to choose 10 of you for the giveaway that have answered this question. Uh, so make sure you're engaged with this part and that you bring uh, just really your answer in general in the comments. Uh, yeah. Now, the question is, all right, so let's say you're out. Yep. You meet a young woman. Yep. Reversal, ladies, you, you meet a guy. Would you prefer to meet a woman and she asks you like okay what do you do and you say oh i you know i'm a you know i'm a, I'm a, a co-tech founder i'm a co-founder uh, of, a, of a tech company right. you know we have ai we do this do that would you prefer for a girl to be like i don't know what any of that is right. uh i'm i mean maybe we could talk about it later on on a date or something right. or i could get to know some of that stuff right you know, but I mean, it seems cool. Would you prefer that? Would you prefer for the girl to be like, oh my God, I like a star. Okay, what's the technology? Do you do this? Oh, okay, what valuation did y'all get? Right. All right, cool, y'all, okay, you know, blase, yeah. or not valuation, but like what kind of funding right, did y'all right. get and all these other pieces. Right. Are you VC it's, bagged? Are you, Yeah, you know? would it be more of a of a turn on to where you're like, dang, this girl, like she asking some questions, like she knows right. some stuff. Yeah. Or would it be more of like a, Mm, it seemed know. like you just trying to get to the bag. Like, right. what would you kind of prefer in that scenario? No, nah, I think it's a turn on, man. I yeah. like smart women. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you can keep up with me. Mm-hmm. You most definitely can get my get my number. Yeah, <laughs> hey, ladies. Like he just you know said. I mean? Oh, he said you can get my number. No facts. No <laughs> facts. He ain't said no I want facts. you to ever say you can get my number. No that's, facts. That's nah, I like a girl that keep up, man. Like, I feel like that's very, very important. Yeah. Um, I feel like I mean for any relationship, like. Mm-hmm. Mental stability is key, mm-hmm. um, and it's a lot of women that can't keep up with us. Yeah, yeah that's real. So. That's real. Hey, ladies, look. If y'all, I mean, let us know if y'all disagree in the comments. If y'all yeah. like, no, it's a lot of men that can't keep up with us. Nah. You know, let us know. <laughs> I ain't trying to start no war. I am. <laughs> I mean, I saw love. It was just different, different perspective and stuff like that. That's I right. mean, you know, just 
you know, y'all, when y'all see him at a, at a tech, one of these tech events or sometime, be like, oh, yeah, you the dude that said, yeah, keep up said with can't keep up. I can keep up with you, you know. Nah, nah, nah. That's good stuff. But, yeah, let us know in the comments your perspective, like how you would deal with that scenario. Ladies, same thing. Like, would you, like, does it matter if a guy is aware of, you know, what you do in tech or aware what's happening in the tech industry? Does it, I mean, maybe what if he's a medical doctor or a lawyer and he just doesn't know about the tech stuff, but he's still doing very well for himself? Like, what's your opinion on it? Again, your answer is totally fine, but we're going to be choosing 10 of you, uh, not based on your answer, but we're going to be choosing 10 of you that have answered in the comments. So make sure you answer this question. We're going to be checking the comments and 10 of you are going to win the giveaway. Now, bro, can you please explain to them uh, what the giveaway is, like what it's going to look like for them? Yeah, so we're going to partner with Tech is a New Black to give you access to a career mobility tool that allows you to pretty much streamline your job search. So you have access to build your resume, cover letter, do interview prep, negotiate your salary, uh, track your contacts, and track your jobs all in one hub. So I think yeah. that's going to be pretty dope. If you job yeah. searching, this is most definitely a giveaway that you want to take advantage of. Yeah, it's going to be 30 days free. Now, yep. for those of you that you're thinking like, well, you know, I I'm good. I got my job in tech. I'm straight. Like, yo, again, still engage the comments because if you win the giveaway, that's literally something you can pass over to someone that you know needs the help. We all know somebody that needs some help. So uh, so definitely, uh, definitely take advantage of this. Uh, so yeah. All right. So now you're 25 years old or excuse me 26 now. years old yeah, i keep yeah. doing that because no, i know because it's again y'all i saw him on big tech energy uh and that was literally the same day we met in yeah, person thanks. uh you were being interviewed then i think i was getting ready to go on afterwards or vice versa yeah, no it was you, the you ended i, I was about to go yeah, yeah. yeah i was about to go on and yeah so you're, you're 26 yep you're crushing it uh, what that. is your bit your biggest business pet peeve because it's a lot of people out here it's like yo i'm starting a business i'm doing i'm doing xyz and again the thing that really caught my attention when i watched your interview was again the gyms you were dropping and showed yeah. me like yo he actually knows because a lot of people can talk high level business stuff right. now a lot of people could become like are becoming millionaires but you can as you talk to them you realize like they're kind of sort of an accidental millionaire 100%. you know believe it or not COVID. there's a lot of people who accidentally yeah COVID exactly <laughs> you know or somebody will again they'll be a specialist they'll have a skill set on social media they'll start to do it and for some reason it'll go viral right and then they'll make a bunch of money and then they'll think oh I, I could just continue doing this but right. because they don't have certain systems in place you know maybe they don't have like you know I don't know uh, pixels like when you know set up or a funnel or blah 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 right you know like they don't really have a true business so eventually yeah. it starts to fail and go downhill what is your biggest business pet peeve that you see maybe something that's common that most people won't even know is a problem hmm. biggest business pet peeve like when i talk to yeah. other founders like i think if you just don't know how to articulate your business is like one of my biggest pet peeves yeah like how are you a founder and don't know how to don't know how to pitch yeah that's not acceptable. It's like that's your that's your baby, right? Like, yeah, I can explain your business in thirty seconds. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's natural at this point. Mm -hmm. um, and I feel like if you can do that, you don't really care about your business. Yeah, right. So I think a founder, and even personally, like professionally, if you can't explain what you do and articulate your skill sets and values mm -hmm. to a person that you're like randomly meeting and they really interested in the one that know more like who you are and what you do. Yeah. I think that's a, that's one of my biggest pet peeves. Like you mm -hmm. need to practice that. Yeah. Um, for real, because you just never know who you're going to meet on the street. You're out in the event. Mm -hmm. Like people, you should know how to like have your elevator pitch down pack. Yeah. Um, and like practice it over and over and over again, whether it's in the mirror with your friends, whatever the case may be. But I think that's one of my biggest pet peeves. Like if you can't explain your business in 30 seconds, then 
you got some work to do.